Hello, and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm Candace Campos. Now, lots of us have some crazy food obsessions, right? You know, that one dish you can't stop thinking about that you'll try to get any chance you can or maybe even try recreating it at home? Well, that obsession turned into a business for today's guest. A visit to LA, Los Angeles, that led him to try hot chicken for the first time. After that, he got cooking, and now a few years later, just a few, he is getting ready to open up his first brick and mortar location here in Central Florida. We are joined today by Andrew Scala from Jam Hot Chicken. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay. Super excited. Yes, so hot chicken, I feel like everyone is trying to create these chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, what is it about hot chicken? It's just one of those things. Um, I know for me personally, when I, I just had never heard of it. So and I love spicy food, so I was automatically intrigued. And it's just one of those things where when you have it, it, it changed my life the first mm -hmm. time I had it. And I recently just took a trip to Nashville actually just to eat hot chicken again. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where it just keeps you coming back. So... All right, so you were out in LA. Are you like you know? Did you start in in the food world? You were telling me a little bit that you kind of interned in different spots. So yeah. give us a little bit of your background. Um, okay, so um, I have worked in food before, but the LA trip was um, me just visiting my brother, and he was the one that was telling me about this place, Howlin' Rays, that he like went to and was doing this dish called hot chicken. Never heard of it again. So uh, long story short. After that changed my life, basically the experience, <laughs> the food, um, everything about it. But I came back home and it was just kind of like a hobby. Like it was something that we cooked for friends and family. Mm -hmm. um, didn't take too seriously. Um, and at that time, yeah, I was working at the Golf Channel kind of in the middle of all that, doing something completely different. Um, and then I started working at a restaurant, Pizza Bruno, here in Orlando. Um, that's what kind of started my passion for really working like in the back of house, working with the team, working on the line. Um, and then we had our first pop up in 2019 and the rest is history. So you, you've been cranking out chicken now for a couple years. Yeah, I would uh, like really since 2016. And then we didn't really take it seriously, like cooking for like doing curbside pickups and pop ups till about the first pop up was October 2019. And then I didn't pick it back up until the pandemic because I was well, still... Well, pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So, because I had gotten furloughed um, when I got back from New York. So, pandemic hit. I was in New York City. Stuck. Yeah. Literally, like, March 13th when, like, New York shut down. Oh, God. We were sitting at the bar in New York City. Like, oh, my God. We're not going to be able to get home. The worst place to be. Like, literally, they were like, <laughs> if you are in New York, like, you are going to be stuck. It was, it was like, okay. So, we got back home. Uh, we were flowed, obviously, and then it hit me. I was like, hey, like, let's pick this hot chicken thing back up. Started doing curbside pickups straight from Instagram from my home, uh, taking orders via direct message, kind of created like time slots and did that for about like four or five times, um, like for like four weeks, like, con mm -hmm. like consecutively. And then we did our first or our second uh, official pop up at uh, Whipperwill. Wow. Okay. So these pop-ups. So I feel like there's been that trend of food trucks. Everybody sure. needed a food truck. Everyone Definitely. wanted to go to a food truck. I feel like pop-ups are becoming kind of the new, the new test trial phase, I guess you can say. That's a good so, way to put it. So what was the, what's the big difference between a pop-up and a food truck? Um, so I actually thought about doing the food truck over and over. I was even close to like putting money down on one. I'm glad I didn't. Um, nothing wrong with it. It was just for me. 
I kind of was starting to see it as like a short-term goal mm-hmm. or like a short-term investment. Cause the goal for me, I guess, was to like, I just always envisioned like running my own place and doing it my way. And I just thought if I did the truck first, it's so short term. Cause I know like where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So I figured doing the pop-ups, I kind of just almost create like my own style of doing it and an approach. And, but that was tricky too. There's a lot of logistics with it. They're not easy. Um, and if you're doing them right and legally, uh, they can, they're tricky. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of red tape. It's almost like, like an unwritten, uh, rule on them. Like they're allowed, but they're not, right. it's kind of like a grayish area. Um, but the pop-up where if, if I would compare it with having a truck, they're pretty similar. Mm-hmm. It's, you got to put, you know, time into prep all your stuff. You're looking at the weather, you're, you know, all these like little, little things. The margin of error is so like tiny, I feel like. Mm -hmm. For the pop-ups it was for me because it took one rainy day to screw up all the inventory or everything that I prepped for. So Yeah, always blame the weather person. Yeah, that's the easy thing to do. Yeah. So so then you continue to think outside the box and then you were telling me about Instagram. So I've done a lot of these podcasts with all these different types of chefs and I've never heard of them selling their stuff through Instagram. <laughs> so how did that come about? So actually, um, I got inspired. I, you know, it was the pandemic. It was just, you know, being on your phone and kind of just looking for new ways to like do something. And I was, I was for load. I was sitting at home just like, not in like a depression, but I don't know, just like in like the flux of like, yeah, what's mech. the next like, move? Like, yeah, mech. Mech. yeah, exactly. So I had seen someone out in like Oakland, they were doing some kind of like, I forgot the cuisine he was doing, but he was serving something from his home and taking orders via Instagram. So it just kind of hit me because I was, you know, wanting to do like the hot chicken, like pop up again. And so I was like, what if we just do curbside pickups? I'm going to advertise through Instagram. I'm going to, it was basically me making a post, being like accepting orders now. And I had no like set limit on how many I was gonna like accept. Right, or, of course, like how big could it actually yeah. be? Yeah, and then right. like say like a couple hours later, like crap, I just took like 75 orders, now I have to commit <laughs> you, to this. You took a nap and then yeah. you woke up to a lot of work. <laughs> so it just kind of went like that and I would kind of separate each pickup time with like 10, 15 minute intervals. It was always on like a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. So we did that a few times. They went really, really well. And then I finally had the courage to do a second like legit pop-up. Like, hey, we're going to be at, uh, in this case, it was Whippoorwill mm-hmm. Beer House from like 12 to 3. Yeah. Because um, now you got to follow First come, first serve. Yeah. And that's kind of how it turned. And we started just cranking those out. And a year later, we signed a lease. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, how fast all that really went for you, which is yeah. just crazy, which is what you say, you know, it's addicting. It's an addictive thing. Yeah. So jam hot chicken. Give me an idea of why jam hot chicken is the name. So my brother came up with this 2016 mm-hmm. after his initial like introduction to it. <laughs> um, so it's actually an acronym for, uh, m- myself and my two brothers, Justin, Andrew, Michael, um, so it's an acronym with that, but it's also a play on the word itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all love music. Those two play instruments. Um, I've worked a little bit in the music industry. That's always kind of been the thing. Mm-hmm. Good music, good food, just a really goes time. together, a good time. So we kind of like, it was just like a sketch that he did like years ago. 
And I had the chance to like change it, you know, Andrew's Hot Chicken or whatever, yeah. but I thought the name was just really cool. It's quick, simple. It's quick, it's simple, it, it, it pops, it's, uh, and family's huge to me too, so being able to incorporate that still was uh, a nice touch for me. All right, are you incorporating that into your, your new brick and mortar? Um, a little bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping Justin, if, he's listen, if he listens to this, listen, he listen, comes listen. out and works. Um, so yeah, the idea would be to incorporate music, a good time, mm -hmm. um, family oriented, um, and yeah, so for sure. Yeah, it seems certainly like family is yeah family's big. Who is the big cook? Mom, dad, Ooh, grandma, grandpa? Both. All really both. Both. So I grew up like Sunday dinners. Still have them. Italian. Italian, mm -hmm. Lebanese. Um, oh, they both like their food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just the other day, we, we uh, smoked a whole turkey, cauliflower mash. I made mac and cheese, green beans. Oh, okay. Yeah, we go Where's Where's mom and dad's house? I'm coming over. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Okay, so you, you're dealing with the pandemic. You're on Instagram. You do your pop-up. Now you're at brick and mortar. Where are you? you know, what are you looking forward to the most? So uh, we are going to be in Winter Park, uh, Hannibal Square to be exact. So That's a cute little spot. Definitely. Um, and I was, to be honest, I, I had, like went to Hannibal Square maybe once upon a time, like mm -hmm. a late night over to like Pepe's Cantina for like a drink or whatever. But like I was so naive, I guess, to the actual like the look of the street and just like the area. Park Ave, I'm super familiar with. Right. Grew up here, like Prado, all those you know, great places over there that I frequent a lot. I just wasn't really like, too uh, uh, like up to knowledge on, on, on Hannibal Square. So when we saw it, um, I fell in love with it. Um, my dad fell in love with it, my brother. And it just kind of, it just made sense. The timing was right. Um, got a great deal on the space. And I just thought, why, why not now? So is rent going up too for, for restaurants? Because I you know we do all these stories here on News 6 about the boom mm -hmm. town and how everything is more expensive. Is that also causing some difficulty in the restaurant business? I would probably say yes, mm -hmm. just from my experience of like initially looking at spaces. Um, a lot of the spaces that we did look at before that one, rent was super high, yeah. super, super high, even for, you know, teardowns. Um, but, you know, people pay for location and the rent that, you know, we got in Winter Park was mm -hmm. actually like, it was palatable. Okay. So, and to be in such a great historic neighborhood, um, I just thought it was a great opportunity. And it's that little like cir circular kind yeah. of thing. In the, I mean, that, it's iconic. In it that really spot is. For some reason, it always it always sticks out to me. I'm like, I wonder what's gonna go there. Right, and it's like it's cool to be right next to like that Hannibal Square pergola that's like right on the corner yes, there. Yes. Like it's it has like a really sense of community over there. So. All right. So, what are you excited about the most? When you know, first off, when's the big day? TBD. Oh, okay. I know, I know. We're, we is were it a teardown or? We have to um, add a lot of stuff. Okay. Like We have to add a whole, a whole uh, hood system, which okay. is probably the trickiest part with it all because the space is pretty tight. It's only 465 square feet, so mm -hmm. that's... You're going to be close with your, your brother if he comes to work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be shoulder to shoulder. It's probably the size of, of, of this uh, studio, to mm -hmm. be honest. Um, so it's small. So there's a little work, but it's not it's not a complete teardown, and, and we're building from you know the ground up. So um, a little work, but not too uh, not too much. Okay, you got a menu menu already kind of planned out, yeah, and ready to go. Certainly, yeah, we got. Uh, I'm not gonna give away too too much. Oh, you gotta give me something. It's definitely gonna. Uh, you, you can expect the uh, chicken sandwich. Okay. That's for sure. 
Um, and we want to serve beer. We want to serve just really good variations of fried chicken. Okay. So whether that's wings, whether that's tenders, sandwiches, mm. bone-in thighs, really cool sides. All right. Yeah. Okay. You didn't bring anything. I know. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> we would have had an entire line coming out of the podcast room <laughs> if that was the case. Um, okay, so so that is TBD. Now, I was asking you about this before. I like spicy food, but mm. I'm not I'm not the person that I like want like my eyes to water. Sure. So do you have different <laughs> different categories? Are you we do. name them? We do. So um, we got plain, which would be just like your good old plain fried buttermilk chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And that goes up to mild. And that goes up to hot. Hotter. Oh, man. And then jam. Jam would oh, be jam. like. I like that. Jam would just be. Jam's too hot for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I love spicy food, but I can only stomach so much, too. Right. Um, so with that. I do like to balance it so like you can not love spice like for you like you like a little spice mm-hmm. you don't want to blow your face off right so I try to <laughs> I don't want to blow my face <laughs> off yes so I try to balance like the sweetness with a little heat that way you can kind of taste it and really get like a good idea and because some hot chicken places it's like pure cayenne or yeah. or, or it's just pure spice um, so I try to balance it good level so there's different so it's different levels and you can really taste the difference in each of those and i like to say it's true to the word like mild is mild yeah hot's gonna be hot and so on and so forth right okay all right good to know good to know so when i get there yeah Uh, um and and a lot of people have a big like competition of what you put in a chicken sandwich Mm -hmm. is there do's and don'ts you know it's like some people like you don't put pineapple on pizza is there any is there any like you know rule about chicken sandwiches you know a lot of um a lot of chefs or like people that work like in kitchens Mm -hmm. they're gonna tell you like the best like piece of the bird for a chicken sandwich would be like a thigh okay i beg to differ Mm. like a thigh is really good it's it's usually a little more moist maybe a little more flavor but i think a boneless breast okay for a chicken sandwich reigns supreme Okay. So that's kind of my, um, I guess, take is if, it, or I guess something mm-hmm. that would be kind of, you know, where, where people differentiate on their sandwiches. Um, but other than I that. I think I agree with you on that one. Yeah, the breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, thighs are cool, but they can be a little fatty sometimes. Right. Um, the moisture's nice, but. I don't want a chew factor in my, yeah, in my chicken sandwich. I kind of agree. So, mm-hmm. um, and I've messed with both, um, but I, I just think the breast just kind of holds, um, Holds a little better. No sauce, because I mean, or yes, sauce. Yeah. Oh, your eyes open. Oh up. yeah. Okay, okay. You gotta got have a little sauce. Okay. So, um, what's on like a, I guess like a traditional Nashville chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. So, really quick, the chicken sandwich is kind of like a newer, not newer, but like not so popular in Nashville. So, okay. In Nashville, you go to any of the hot chicken joints. A few have sandwiches. And if they do, they probably just like recently added it over the last couple of years. Really? It's really about the wings or like a or like a breast quarter, um, bone in thighs. Um, and truthfully, I think uh, Howlin' Ray's, the place in L.A. that I got inspired by, Chef uh, Johnny Rayzone, I think that he really popularized the sandwich um, in regards to a hot chicken sandwich. Um, so with that... Um, 
I forgot what, were, what was the initial. Uh, no, I was, I was sauce. Sauce or the no sauce. sauce? Yeah. The sauce. You gotta have sauce. So sauce. Give me the sauce. Give me the sauce. Sauce on the side. Yeah. Um, so what's on this sandwich is like a, it's called the comeback sauce. Okay. Basically a mayonnaise-based sauce, a uh, little hot sauce and a little ketchup, a few other little things. Mm-hmm. So you gotta have that. That's you gotta key. have the sauce. Okay. You gotta have like man, like a fried chicken sandwich with mayonnaise and That's pickles. That's what I was thinking. I wasn't like, sure, but I. Like, it's just so good. Yeah. So um, a little sauce. Some vinegar slaw. That's another. Ooh. That's another difference okay. too. Okay, we need to go back on that, but okay. That's another difference because a lot of people like to do like a like a mayonnaise based slaw. You know, like your like your average typical like coleslaw would be like yeah, mayonnaise yeah, yeah. based, right? I like to do a nice like vinegar kind of Ooh, base. Ooh, kind of fresh, little fresh, tangy. little tangy. Because mm. you're already putting a mayonnaise based sauce on the sandwich. Makes sense. You want to cut it with something a little more acidic. Uh, a little more bright. I mean, that's a good that's a good thing if you're if you're listening, kind of trying to come up with any like recipe ideas at home. It is nice to kind of kick a little bit of that spice with a little bit of you know exactly. tang. So that's kind of something that I like to uh, incorporate with my style of, mm-hmm. of hot chicken. Um, and then you gotta have gotta have the pickles. If okay. You don't have See, the pickles. Right. Extra pickles. Extra pickles. Sure. Come on now. Sure. <laughs> that's good. Okay. All right. Well, good to know. All right. So with you, how? On on this on your scale, what is your what's your spice? Do you go do you go jam or go home? I don't do jam. No, you I don't can't do, do jam. it. I do hot. Hot okay. is good for me. So you're like in the middle ground. Oh uh, yeah, but if I'm feeling frisky or <laughs> or if I don't have plans, <laughs> like, like right after, just in case, then I'll crank it up a notch and I'll usually kind of hit the hotter. But hot's usually my jam. All right. Pun intended. So <laughs> what is your, what are you looking forward to the most? Just seeing the excitement on people's faces, like the excitement and the love that I like got from it the first time, mm-hmm. like the experience I had was just so like memorable and so like meaningful for me. So I'm, I, I, I want to create that for anyone and everyone else, like whether you like are super into like fried chicken or hot chicken, whatever, or not. Mm-hmm. I, I want to just make your experience as enjoyable as possible. And I'm really looking forward to that challenge. So that's awesome. Would you say that the pandemic, I mean, you know, obviously pushing out, you know, everyone being sick and all that stuff, but do you feel like that maybe kind of made you stop for a second and, and gave you that, that push that you needed to kind of start this on your own? Probably. Yeah. Um, because. It was almost the, like a reset or a pause or, or, or something. Yeah. Because if it didn't, I probably wouldn't have got, or I probably wouldn't have left um, Pizza Bruno at the time when I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, honestly, if, if, of course, it's a terrible thing. You know, the of pandemic, course, yes. Obviously. So, but if it didn't, you know, occur when it happened, mm-hmm. No. I yeah. don't think I would be sitting right here right now. I probably would still be doing something else and mm-hmm. thinking about the dream. That's awesome. Well, where can people find your information? Obviously, you have a very popular Instagram account, so tell <laughs> us all about that. Yeah, so uh, Jam Hot Chicken, J-A-M Hot Chicken, uh, and that's for Instagram, Facebook. Give us a follow. We are trying to update things as much as possible. Getting, I know you're busy. Yeah, you're we're a little uh, busy. We're trying to get as much content out there, and we got some exciting stuff coming out, like branding and some exciting little things that are kind of in the pipeline. So be on the lookout for those. Some, some merch maybe. Yeah. 
Okay. I'm sure it's got okay. a couple little things going on. So All right. super excited. Well, you you got to keep us posted. Of course, we For have sure. you know, your story on clickorlando.com. Um, but when you have that TBD with an actual date on you it, gotta let us know. You're the first to know. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you appreciate stopping it, by and, and, and talking. And can't wait to try that jam hot chicken. <laughs> can't wait. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Andrew Scala. You can find him on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Jam Hot Chicken. You can also find Candace Campos on social media. She's on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Florida Foodie is available to download wherever you get your podcasts. Please take the time to rate and review us. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts at clickorlando.com slash podcasts. And keep up to date with all the latest foodie news at clickorlando.com slash Florida Foodie.